Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. And I'm Cody. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 290 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Oh, Buckethead. Welcome, bot slogs, friends, and bucketheads. This is episode 45 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. Amazing, 45. That's uh, half of 90. That is half of 90. Um, we just uh-huh. recently had our 45th uh, president leave office. Yeah, yeah, we did. Which was, uh, I will say, <laughs> Big 45. Momentous and continues to be momentous. Around these parts, uh, very uncomfortably <laughs> momentous, I would say. Truthfully, truthfully, we have a guest today. We certainly do. Welcome, Cody. Hello. Uh, we have Cody Cooper. Yeah, why don't uh, you introduce yourself? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, what's up? Why are you here? Great question. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I am. Uh, uh, I'm a huge Buckethead fan. Number one. Uh, so, no, I'm here because I followed your page on uh, Instagram, <laughs> which is so true. Epic, thank you. True. Epic memes, like so, the greatest I've ever seen. Um, say I'm fucking here, kind of. We lack sort of a a fan base that has that as well. I think the issue, right? The oh, issue yeah. is, uh, I for me at least too. It's like there's someone you want to respect so much. That, you know, it, I feel like, you know, maybe it's hard to approach the topic and make lighthearted jokes as well, or uh, maybe link him into uh, something that's more casual. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, because I think he's God. So. You know, like, I think you're right. And that's definitely something that, like, I have observed of the Buckethead community. Like, there is, like, some humor, but generally, like, not a lot of, like, you know, like, repeated like a humor, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, I mean, Bucket- or at least not in the not in the type of style that we do, which is a little more dry and a little more down to earth. I think. I, yeah, I, yeah, a little less of the silliness. I think she was that very much. I think if you're, you you know what your fans, you know it's respectful. Like you know, it's that kind of. Uh, there's things that uh, maybe I should just say them here because I feel like you guys will get it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we will. <laughs> I'm always I, I love making predictions about our, ourselves and then having them be insane. <laughs> no, I, 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 I everything. I think that's the thing, though, is like Buckethead has all these key elements as to who he is and what he expresses and like performance, music, everything. One of them is his sense of humor. Uh, the other is. Uh-huh probably a subject that maybe people maybe they don't want to realize this but i mean that look i'm just gonna say it. he's an erotic piece of art <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah and so, bucket bucket yeah. at fox oh. hell yeah i have a list of songs too like, <laughs> like with, with buckethead's height and and like just general like size like he's a very large person and i think we've talked about this before but like you've got to assume 
He's packing at least a like a really long dick, if not like an enormous penis. You know what I mean? Do, do, do we have to get into the Buckethead's dick discussion again, Spencer? I feel it's like it's what the people want. I it's what you want, Spencer. I'm the people. Me, me people. Okay. I, it is what I want. You know. <laughs> I mean, well we, well, we can assume. We can assume, right? Uh, uh, yeah. But, you uh, know. It, you know, I just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Our guest is already uncomfortable, Spencer. <laughs> well, you know, you, you guys... I, I got nothing for that. <laughs> no, um, no, you don't. It's not that. No going back now. Actually, though, actually, the thing is... It's because you know, yeah, you do. You want to be respectful, right? So I kind of like to view him as yeah, maybe sure. uh, he's more. Uh, I guess what you say, you know what? Okay, on the subject of groupies and stuff, right? I don't think Buckethead is someone uh -huh. that you would treat like that. Like you know, we treat him like a physical, yeah. you know, sort of. For sure, just that. Yeah. Like he's a spiritual being. Like <laughs> he's uh Right. For sure. Have, like, oh, I agree. He, yeah. He have some sort of like romantic, passionate people that he would have a full indulgence with. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh -huh. like Buckethead like has the same kind of like sexy mystique that that someone like uh, Michael Myers has. Yes, you know? he does. <laughs> yes, and Jason Voorhees. Yeah, it's yeah. just like this. Yeah. This like oh yeah, exactly. And like you know, uh -huh. I know a lot, uh -huh. a lot of you know people who are like into that. And they're, yeah, they're, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's 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 it is cool. Something. It's like what's what's behind the mask. Except like, except instead of like killing people, obviously, and being like an evil person, Buckethead is a very positive and like genuine and pure soul. Like he True. he gives out a lot of like really almost innocent energy, but like I know he's not. I, he's yeah. just a dude, you know. But like. He gives out this energy that's so like wholesome. Yeah, yeah I'd say wholesome and, is a perfect word. And I, and that's why I feel like it's hard for the you know the Buckethead community, the Buckethead like fan community to really like embrace like kind of darker or dirty humor, you know, because it's like the stuff that we're joking about is really like wholesome and like uh, yeah, you know, not a lot of sleep. You know, I think that like that's definitely a point. I think that's why like people love him so much. Uh. It's just everything. Just kind of the whole unique personality, his expression into music, the fact that he is innocent and he's uh like he's a straight edge guy, so like no drugs, no alcohol. Like he's naturally like that. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that that is a yeah. genius yeah. brain. Like <laughs> geniuses always have that yeah. child like uh quality as well. I mean, you can't create that like I think we're up to two hundred and ninety four pikes now. But, I mean, like, uh, who, who yeah. creates that much and it's not a genius? Right. And, like, yeah. uh, like, also, like, imagine being best friends with Bootsy Collins and not smoking weed. <laughs> I know. How? How, right? how does that happen? Gosh. That doesn't make you, any sense. That is, uh, yeah. that's a serious discipline. But, again, right, he would have that. Uh, yeah. yeah. His career is amazing. So... Yeah, so Truly. so uh, tell us uh, like uh, how you came to find Buckethead. Like, what's your your Buckethead story? Oh, uh, okay. I 
I'm a big fan of, uh, let's say guitars. Like, I love Steve Vai, uh, Joe Satriani. I've said, like, I've listened a bit to, like, Eric Johnson as well. And I've uh, been into Mick Mars because I, I just love his riffs. Um, Mick Mars. But, oh, can I, can yeah. I ask a question, a follow-up question on that? Like, how did you get into listening to shred guitar? Like, that's not a thing. I, it, no offense, but it's not a thing I hear a lot from women. Yeah, it's uh, like you guys know, like Spencer like, listen to that music. I, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm a dork. I listen to lots of dorky music. And shred guitar is kind of dorky music, which is nothing wrong with that. It's awesome. It's awesome dorky music. But, you, know. I, you know what? That's actually, that's one thing. I would say in some ways to me, it's not dorky at all. Uh, it's also got so many layers to it nice. that I think my I love more complex music. I love the sound of a guitar, so I yeah. feel uh, sometimes lyrics in some ways like they're not always needed. It's more like an erasure, an erasure mm-hmm. to the uh, the instrumental. But it's actually amazing when you listen to um, like Steve Vai is okay, like let's say all guitars all. Really good instrumentalists. Um, they very much what I love is their music brings out the vibe uh, and the vision, and everything complements mm-hmm. and there's a reason. And you know when you feel like uh, Steve buys bad horsey, right? Uh, and it can uh-huh. the guitar uh, a point will mimic the sound of the horse. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. uh, amazing. <laughs> a, fam- a famous tune, a famous tune. <laughs> Playing. Yeah. Oh, just like a famous trick that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, making him like, sound like something. I was thinking yeah. too, it's, it's got a little more passion. In, uh, I think it's art because it literally, it's like, that's kind of music as an art form as opposed to basic beats of today. You know where they use that same beat yeah. in like pop music, whatever it is. I can't listen to it. My brain's bored. I actually think that, <laughs> yeah. So, like, what what I mean when I when I call it dorky music, I don't mean that in a negative context. I mean it more in the context of like, it's coming from the perspective, of, like you said, more of like the dudes that make are making it. Yeah, they're making it because they they're trying to make like a statement. And they're doing it very calculated by using a lot of like music theory knowledge and whatnot to make this music that is like in in a lot of senses more higher level than something like like pop music it's like you know they're focused on well, the craft yeah it's it's very niche and technical I, uh, niche and technical yes that, that's there. some of them um, i mean i i don't know i'm just very it's some weird ass trade i was born in i don't know but i just love the sound of guitar <laughs> i really do especially like a really good um nice nice bass guitar as well like gary moore's pretty good um but my mm. you know I, oh, you just gotta love a guitar solo, you know? Oh, yeah. like, so good. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've always loved guitar solos. I've always been attracted to that. I mean, look, I got a bunch oh, of guitars see. behind yeah. me. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Check this, this thing out. It's super that shred. Is a, it's wait, guitar. oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, you lo- wait, wait. You love- wait, wait. It's so tiny on my screen that I can't see that. But <laughs> what, is that? Okay. what is it? Uh, I love Fenders. I, re- I really like the Stratocars, so like. I, mean, I don't play. I'm just a massive freaking fan, yeah. so I know some random shit. <laughs> so with the with the uh-huh. sound and, yeah, yeah. and like the split, uh, split chord pickups and all that stuff. Uh, to get like kind of a nice. combination of um, I like the more uh, what do you call it? The warmer bluesy tone, and then you can 
couple of water like shredding. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of that too. Yeah. Strats are fun. You get a lot of you get a lot of tonal choices from a guitar like that, especially when you have like those three the standard like three strat pickups. You can do a lot of, yeah. lot of stuff with that. Oh, yeah. Really iconic sounds. Yeah. Um it's fun stuff. Uh, so you got into so you got into shred guitar. You got into shred guitar and then you got into Buckethead somehow. We, we yes. lost track there, but how'd you get into Buckethead? <laughs> yeah. I will always go up on tangents. Feel free to pull me in at any time. My brain will just go. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is good. why I love you because I do the same. Just naturally listening to Buckethead, my brain spells off. Anyway, I'm getting to talking. <laughs> uh, this, uh, um, okay, I remember actually, okay, seeing, um, this is my brother. He actually had a, a, a screen tape. This is back in like freaking where where was this? Is like year six or something, and uh, his uh, wallpaper on his computer. So that had a bucket head on it, uh-huh. and uh, I mean, I used to like get along with my brother just fine, you know. <laughs> and I made his room like who's uh-huh. that? Like I was <laughs> like <"Who's> <laughs> <Buckethead>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, I have a thing for like horror film characters and all that stuff too. So and like and naturally that the look at okay. him already made okay. me go, mm, "Oh, that's cool." Um, and that was so that was when he was in Guns and Roses. Uh, and then let's say it was during lockdown. Like it take it took me that long, like about. Shit, I don't want to show my age. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's okay. We we both watched uh, like Buckethead on the VMAs when we were younger. We're, oh, we're, yeah, I was in high school. Like, so I, I, well, I found out about Buckethead because of Guitar World magazine. Oh, yeah, because he like, was in there in the 90s. Yeah. yeah, totally. So like when I started getting interested in guitar in the very early 2000s, so this would have been like by 2001, 2002, like right around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started getting interested in guitar. I started collecting the you know, Guitar World magazines, and I started saving up money for guitar. And uh, Buckethead was definitely one of those people that would just like show up in there. And so it was just like his like look, his whole like thing was just a thing that I saw a lot. And then I eventually, you know, checked out his music later on. But like, it was just like the look, right? The look is so iconic, and oh, yeah. it's. I feel like he he should be as iconic as something like a, a Jason Voorhees, something like a oh, Michael Myers. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Know, like, I have. I have two Jason Voorhees masks, okay? Like, wait, was, can I show you one? Nice. Can I show you one? And then Surely, let's go back to what he had. One second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, this is, this is one. And so I, I think I have a thing for Mars men. <laughs> so that's the one from like, that's the one from like five and later, right? Because it has the hatchet to the head. Wound, which happened in, I think five yeah. or was that four? Uh, hang on. Oh no no no! He uh, it happened in three because he has the wound in his head in four and maybe onward. four. Four was the four is the four is the the one that I like a lot. Four is good. Like I don't really I'm not huge on the first three, but I really like four. I don't know. This, That's the, the one sec- with the like, second one. Rock the first one's good too. Uh, if but like uh, the, the one the four is the one with like Corey Feldman and is like. That right? All that yeah, because five's a new beginning. Yeah, five's a new beginning. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's Six right. was my favorite. But uh, the fourth one, actually, because that was one with Tommy Jarvis, right? When he was a kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah when okay, Tommy, yeah, yeah. Tommy Jarvis yeah. gets introduced. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's, then he appears four. in part six, and he's grown up. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 
I uh, yeah. I hate to admit this, but I think my favorite might be uh, number eight. And Jason takes my hand. I like the. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yo, I like it. It's it's the silliest one. It's like just funny and dumb. I think it might be the first one with Kane. Uh, oh, yeah. Where he. Yeah. Um. God, it's so good. Yeah. And it's just silly. Okay. It doesn't take itself seriously. It, it's incredibly silly. Yeah, some of the kills in that one are some of my favorite. Oh, when he They're punches so the guy's dumb. head off. Oh my god. Yeah, incredibly stupid. Uh, except the, love to see uh, it. The end with the the sewer and everything is garbage. I hate that part, but The rest of the yeah, films. Uh, was it uh, Jason? I was going to say Jason X, but Jason Ten. I'm guessing with the new. Okay, that was shit. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was yeah, shit. <laughs> was that the was that the one where he went to space? Yes, that's the one in space. Yeah. Where oh, like, dude, that it's so dumb. It in, is. like the early two thousands. Yeah, kind of like, like that movie's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks like you, a music, yeah, like a Backstreet Boys yeah, music yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jason does Millennium or whatever. I don't know. Jason. Jason. No, it's sort of like. Jason goes bye bye bye. Uh, that's that's end scene. No, they're not. <laughs> I mean, imagine how much money they could have made if they had like a Jason film where he kills the Backstreet Boys back then. J- so Jason larger I, than life. Oh, oh, that, there yeah. you go. That's okay. the one. Yes. <laughs> that's actually a kind of a cool title. Like yeah, and he then, is. Like, it's like a meta thing where like the Backstreet Boys are on tour and they watch like a J- like one of the movies and then like all of a sudden like they start dying and Ooh, it like, turns can, out can he's I, real. Can, and, I, can, and, I, yeah. can I pitch you a title here? Uh, Jason and the Backstreet Boys larger than death. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so incredibly niche and stupid. <laughs> yeah. I love it. No, it's fantastic. Amazing. Back to Brit, I was wondering yeah. What's if up? you could hit us with a bucket fact. I can absolutely do that. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today, we're going to discuss Herbie. We've discussed fully loaded. No, no. Uh, Herbie fully loaded. Uh, your diaper fully loaded. Uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan was fully loaded on the set of Herbie. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very famously. So we've discussed uh, Herbie before and his role in Buckethead's world. Uh, but I recently found some more information on him that I'd like to share. Do tell. So courtesy of the Buckethead Land Historical Society... The answer to who is Herbie is complicated in that it has more than one possible answer. So Herbie takes his first form in uh, that of Herbie the Dummy. One of Buckethead's best friends growing up uh, was a dummy named Herbie. This Herbie can be glimpsed in some of Buckethead's earliest home videos. He is also referred to in at least one of Buckethead's Psycho Buddy columns that ran in Guitar Player magazine in the 1990s. If you look at the fun house on the cover of the album Buckethead Land, the black head on the upper left attached to the robot body once belonged to the Herbie dummy. Whoa. Herbie's second form comes in the form of Herbie the robot. On Buckethead's first album, Buckethead Land, we meet Herbie, who is a bucket. Bootsy describes him as Buckethead's buddy. He makes sound reminiscent but not identical to R2-D2. One theory is that Herbie the dummy transforms into Herbie the robot the moment he sets foot in Buckethead land. 
In the final, this is heavy. <laughs> the final and most iconic form of Herbie, the one that we know, is Herbie the severed head. Sometimes during uh, performances, Buckethead carries a yellow-skinned, uh, talking severed head mask, who he has called Herbie. This head has actually spoken on behalf of Buckethead several times in interviews, uh, both on Jap and on a Japanese TV show uh, called Space Shower TV. Oh my God, we have to watch that. If we, we can have find, to find it, that yeah. video, Space Shower TV. That sounds amazing, right? <laughs> that sounds incredible. You know, like Japanese interviews of like Americans is always amazing, but like that sounds especially I feel like inspired. The, I feel like, like the Japanese are the only ones who would like get it. Who would be like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, interviewing a puppet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, they well, they get it 100. percent Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, totally. They're like, yes, uh, bucket, uh, yeah, bucket head son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Great, great, uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was great, Spencer. Really, uh, I'm gonna make that into a loop and play it back for you. Thanks, I appreciate um, it. Uh, no, but like, have you ever watched the uh, the Japanese interviews with Marty Friedman? Yeah. Uh, the no, the guitarist Marty Friedman. Guy. The so he's on a bunch of Japanese shows mm -hmm. because he's like a celebrity in japan for just shredding real good that's which sick. is amazing I so japan is like such an amazing place because like yeah you can become famous for just being a which shred guy like that doesn't happen in america like, <laughs> yes exactly exactly like the dudes that can do the and the, like the, the you know the all the shreds the dudes that can do that, you know, they yeah. deserve, it. deserve all that yeah. attention. I think Buckethead has like a separate little hideaway in Japan or something, but, you know, I get it. Japanese people are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Their culture, everything. Yeah. Just, I haven't been, I need to go, but, you know, when you, like, research and you look at everything, you're like, holy shit, these guys have everything, don't they? Like, <laughs> they're they're yeah, so respectful they of good shit. <laughs> so, speaking of Buckethead, you ready for this transition? We listened yes! to Three Pikes this week. <laughs> we did listen to Three Pikes this week. Pike 133, Pike 134, and Pike 135. Embroidery, Digging Under the Basement, and Haunted Roller Coaster Chair, respectively. Haunted Roller Coaster Chair, an incredible title. Uh, so, so, yes! so do you know where do you know where the title comes from? No. Um, you know we what? Wait we're, for that album? We're, we're going to we save that. We're going to save that. I'll give you all some background okay. on that and some bucket okay. facts okay. when okay. we get there. So Pike, we'll get to that. Pike 133 Embroidery, released on April 30th, 2015, just one day after uh, Pike 132 Chamber of Drawers. He, he made a real Doom record. He made like, a... He made, is, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's Doom... Doom Sludge? Doom Sludge yeah, and dude, Drone. Like, sludge There's Doom Drone stuff. parts yeah, in there, too. Drone stuff. Yeah, it's actually like pretty cool. Like well, I, I liked this one in a way that I like a lot of that kind of music. Mm -hmm. You know, like ambient kind of like sludgy, droney, almost post metally in a weird way kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, like the the neurosis. Oh, there's this band that I listened to a while back that was like they didn't have a name. It's like or or something. Their their name was like Five Black Squares, and like. That that band was sick. That's the most then, uh, drone metal thing you could possibly do. To your, I to, know, to your right? Fans, <laughs> to your fans. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they intentionally did it to make it hard to search for them. <laughs> like, yeah, like after the show, like you guys were great. What are you called? Uh, no, the, the, yeah, they just don't respond. Uh, they don't say anything. They just, <clears throat> they just yeah, growl yeah. at you like. Mm. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, this. 
this record was this great. Cool. I, I really yeah. enjoyed this. This is he's he's made sludgy stuff before, but mm-hmm. this like brought in way different metal elements than he's made with sludge before. Because like when he's done the sludge before, it's usually just been like that very like bluesy like down type stuff. Whereas this like is like that in halftime. Like this gets real slow. It was great. And yeah. Special moments in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what I have. Uh, the mirrors. Uh, uh, Eight thousand mirrors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eight thousand mirrors. Uh, there's a point in there, and it actually kind of reminded me of. Uh, not to take away from Buckethead for a moment, but it totally reminded me of that, and he did it better. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminded me of Mick Mars before he ever does like anything, like any of his solos on stage. Mm-hmm. There's a part in that is, if I can find the minutes in that, maybe it's like around midpoint or something. But it sounds very much like that. There's like this red light shining on Mick, and he's all like, it's just that very eerie, like getting started, kind of like, fucked up shit's about to happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it was more bucket head, and I think he did it freaking incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dope. Plunge is probably my favorite on that album, though, on the pike. Uh, uh, yeah, that was that was great. Um, I saw, uh, yeah, um, on a comment online, a couple people actually uh, uh, compared it to a song off of Quake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I selected that comment yeah. for us to talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. I guess we will. But yeah, it's. It, it, I guess it does. Uh, it does have a lot of atmosphere to it, and it does almost at points sound like uh game soundtrack like, stuff yeah like for, 90s fps uh, games yeah like totally yeah, yeah but not but not like yeah. the part where you're like going around shooting like the really suspenseful like uh yeah uh, like like a half-life it sounds yeah. like a music like like a in a half-life like in a quake like that yeah era, yeah something that, like, with a lot 90s. more atmosphere and like something mm-hmm. that was like kind of more horror based and actually you know sure what? i would straight up say like all three of the pikes we listened to this week would actually make very good horror soundtracks in different ways. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of why I wore the shirt. Uh, like I, it's most fortuitous. Very much so. To do very so. much so. Can I say though? All right. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I just never shut up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pike thirty three. I found actually. Oh, shit, no, that comes off you guys need. Maybe I'll I'll just mention what I was gonna say about that when we have this sort of rough uh summary of all three. But mm-hmm. like um one thirty three, I almost found that was a perfect combination between obviously like one thirty two and it had you're right, like the little elements in there mm-hmm. that were transitioning to get you prepared for one thirty four. Yeah, I would I would agree. It was actually agree, it did yeah. feel very much like a it's transition a between those two albums because yeah, like uh yeah, 134 had a lot more like atmospheric elements. Uh 132 was like just a straight up like sludge. It, it was eh, Yeah. That that went a little less so than uh 130 and 131. 132 was I a little one. Yeah, yeah. Those, <laughs> those uh both of the uh, down in the bayou albums were awesome. I love Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. I really actually like I would say like those are some of the strongest pikes. Yeah. Like honestly, like they're mm. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was really impressed vibe. with I was really impressed with those. And then he then he did this like kind of sludgier stuff. And then yeah, I feel like it was kind of like one thirty two <laughs> into one thirty three, where it was like one thirty three was just, like kind of stripping it down further, mm-hmm. like stripping down that sound because like he's been doing that for a few for like the last kind of few pikes that are in this sludgy style. Yeah, I, and like stripping them down, stripping 
down the sound more and more. I, I would actually say that uh, Pikes 130 through 135 almost feel like intentionally paced at this mm-hmm. point. Yes. Yeah, I would say that yeah. too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they, they, like you can you listen to them all in a row, and it's like it makes sense. It makes mm-hmm. sense as a progression. Hell yeah, which is pretty interesting. Like I didn't expect to see things like this in the Pikes. I, I feel like because like early on for like the first maybe eighty or ninety or so, they're all kind of different. Yeah, like it sometimes you'll have two back to back that are like kind of similar, but like you he mixes it you up. You didn't a lot. really. You didn't really see like a progression right. in a sound, yeah. you know? Because you know what? I, I noticed that too was maybe even more so when that started coming in. It was almost like, yeah, there was like a little uh, a, a synchronizing flow to it. Maybe like as it got into you know, like Pike Money 5 and onwards, but it not not so much in like every song flow. Mm-hmm. Not, I know, every, like every Pike flow. But um, there's like similarities. There. Like I know Polo Trench. That very much because that's ninety nine. Um, there was elements of that too in a hundred and two, which is a uh, sideways street. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, gosh, if I could listen in certain orders now, I've got to go back and look at them all. <laughs> but <laughs> there's certain yeah, ones totally. that noticed no, around yeah, the time, all... kind of flow and uh, in the hollow fields. That's very. Uh, was that? I don't know. Oh, well, this is losing my train of thought. I was. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, no, it's chill. The the pikes are all connected. Like they, the there's little little connections you can make between a lot of them. Oh yeah, and that's mm. something cool that that's special, you know, about it. Uh, I I like this record a lot. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, one of the things that we do when we're talking about them is we like to to imagine in Buckethead Land. What would this be a soundtrack <laughs> to? Mm-hmm. What do you got, I, Cody? Like your imagination, clearly, you know, uh, you got this. Anyway, I think that this would be sort of like a Tower of Terror ride, but like you know, when you're being like maybe taken up to the top, that's the the ambient. Yes, that, that music playing in the background. You take it up to the top before you just you know jump to your pale doom. Like I. Would- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. This definitely belongs on a horror ride, and definitely like <laughs> a, a dark indoor ride, like uh, Tower of Terror. Yeah. Um, I wrote that uh, it belongs on one of the scarier rides in the park and uh, maybe like a roller coaster where the theme is uh, disembodied hands. Nice. This, this album felt Bless very you. disembodied <laughs> hands to me. Uh, and, and I got to say, like, embroidery, I have no idea <laughs> why, why he chose that fucking title. Because... Yeah, I was trying to look like for hands. clues on that. Listen I'm up. looking at the pie cover, I'm looking through it, I'm listening mm. to the sound. I'm like, what's this? Some sort of ditch of someone's mark on maybe... Bodies at the moment? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, looks, I don't know. I mean, Leatherface thought that shit was pretty, didn't he? I mean, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, they're right stitching. There, I there's that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that came from there. I don't know. Yeah, we, we never know. We never know. We'll we'll probably never know. Um, probably <laughs> probably never know. Uh, uh, where do you think nice. it goes, Spencer? Sorry, where do you think this goes in the park? Uh, I, I've never been on a ride like that, so I can't speak to a ride like that. I don't, okay. I don't know. I've never, I don't really do theme parks. It's, it's on record. You know, I don't, you haven't, I don't really you haven't done cause I'm theme not, parks. Cause I'm clearly I'm not hip. I'm not cool. I'm not We're, rock and roll like that. So when I was listening to this, I was like, this is the type of shit that the, the fucking 
prep cooks in like the food trucks listen to. Yeah, that, oh, this is definitely like <laughs> prep cooks definitely listen to drone. Like, yeah, pre- no, I was I was a prep cook for so long, and Ugh. yes, I did. Yeah. I would listen to the droniest fucking like post metal like sludge stuff. It's either that forever. or like uh, awesome like progressive jazz, like uh, the Bad Plus. Like, pre- oh, dude, dude, prep nice. cooks have great taste in music. I don't know how. Yeah, doesn't make yeah. sense. Um, Pike one thirty four. Digging Under the Basement, released on May 8th, 2015, uh, eight days after embroidery. This is one of the longest breaks he has taken in between pikes since the beginning of 2015. And w- sorry, what month is it, are we in? Uh, May 8th. Uh, God, we're only to May of 2015? We're only to May. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we haven't even gotten close to the, uh, you know, the 32 albums he does in a row in October. That's so amazing! <laughs> like, I just... I don't. I don't know what to say. It's well, so cool. I mean, yeah, we'll, I'm, we'll, I'm really we'll, You'll know what to that. say when we get there in a few months. We will. Uh, we will. So this album is uh, separated into seven different songs. Uh, it's first dig through sixth dig, and then the very last track. Oh no. Um, this is a noise album. It's an ambient album, it's, I guess. It's, it's an ambient album, very guitar-based, but there are a lot of electronics on it. You know what it honestly really sounded like? It sounded like... Jason Voorhees. The, yes That's okay fine. so no no uh on did, on, yeah. on the on second dig there's like this breath type sample that sounds almost exactly like the Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> oh wait that that part from yeah it's it's so friday the 13th it, on yeah. second dig um after, yes. after that it gets a little more electronic uh on the fourth dig he does some weird modulated s- synth stuff uh with some like, stabs sounding things uh, yeah and then uh, yeah. he, he has some horns in there too, which is really yeah. Interesting. Like I gotta say, like I, I feel like this Get is them. the most this is the most mature of his ambient stuff that I've heard. Like this, this felt more thoughtful and constructed. I feel like than a a lot of his other like so far in the pikes. A lot of his other like ambient so. Stuff. You know what it reminded me of is like a lot more fleshed out. Uh, do you remember the Pike's pumpkin and pipe? Yeah, yeah. It reminded yeah, me of those like, two, but way more thought out, refined. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. way more thought out. Like, like it felt like it could have been soundtrack music. You're right, and like I, w- I was impressed by that. Like it wasn't, I wouldn't say like it's super interesting in a musical context, but like as as part of like creating an atmosphere, I thought it was like really successful. At yes, a hundred percent. I was yeah. like, oh, this is like. This works in a way that I felt like, uh, you know, some of those earlier ones had were like almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, this it, it was cool. Yeah. I, I you know, actually I thought it was surprising and, and interesting. Yeah, I would say uh, that was the one that honestly sparked this thought in my head that I hadn't. Uh, you know what I mean? I hadn't properly looked into it yet. Uh, but it gave me the idea with uh, John Carpenter. It's when I mention it later, it reminds me very much of the recommendation. I want to say. <laughs> I think we've already talked about. And it, it was for <laughs> films. Yeah. Uh huh. It's so good. So good. Um. Yeah, I dug this album a lot. Uh, it wasn't very much a guitar album, although there was a lot of guitar on it. 
Yes. Uh, it was it was just more like soundtracky and like mood setting than anything. I yeah, thought it, I thought it was like, great. Yeah, I did too. Like whereas like we have commented before, some of these efforts sound like Guitar Center Zoom pedal demoing. That was really this, just the, the one album. <laughs> yeah, th- this is not that at all. No. Like this, you know, the, the the guitar is used here really effectively, and um, everything feels very intentional. Yeah, feels it feels oh. like a soundtrack to a horror film, oh, yeah. like or game or something like that. Something oh. that's that kind of vibe. Like, so not to cut to that segment, but yeah, but for real, like it. That's what it sounded like. Uh, soundtrack to something. Oh like, yeah. Good job, Buckethead. Like I feel like you nailed it. Tell you in that respect. No, like I, uh, I, I think this is like in the park. Uh, this would go on like a super violent version of like a haunted mansion type ride called uh, the Haunted Mansion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I, I kind of put it too. Do you remember uh, the Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios? Oh, and they yeah. were like the mazes. Right? Okay. I have a feeling it'd be like in one of those. Oh, so yeah. Like, Ooh, a haunted maze. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Ooh, that'd be cool. I, and wow. Has That's something some that would really totally sus- be a bucket headland. Suspenseful moments in there and stuff. I feel like that's like perfect for jump scares and building right, like, right. someone's going to jump out of me. Because like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like eerie um, music, which is dope. It's very eerie yeah. music. Yeah. It creates a very eerie atmosphere. Indeed. Um, Pike, one- 35 haunted roller coaster chair. So the name of this, um, the name of this album and actually the track listing as well, uh, both come from the, uh, ride haunted mansion in Disneyland. Uh, haunted roller coaster chair is in reference to, uh, the actual chair that you like sit in for the ride. Cause like Mm -hmm. you, you go in a group and you all sit on like this kind of big like chair thing. And it goes through this haunted house. Uh, and then the track listing uh, spells out any volunteers, a ghost will follow you home, which is what uh, it says like on the narration when you go into the haunted mansion ride. That's the first line on the ride. So this is uh, nice. It's an ode to that. It's, a, so we it's gotta, an ode to that's that. What, it's what it reminded me of actually one of the attractions. <laughs> so, 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 and that's yeah. the thing. So, um, uh, Josh Fries, uh, former drummer of uh, Guns N' Roses and a bunch of other bands, who uh, who knows Buckethead. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails, yeah. In an interview, he, uh, he said, and it's been confirmed, that uh, Buckethead will soundtrack the rides at Disneyland himself. And so he'll make songs, like his own soundtrack to the ride, put on headphones and go on the rides. Part of me wonders... If this I have is that, to that, he's gonna right? love that. Like, <laughs> right? Oh, so, yeah. And so, I'm part excited. of part of uh, yeah, part of me wonders if this is actually his soundtrack to the haunted mansion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't know. Buckingham is an effect. You just like hear stuff, and you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. He is. He is a a force of nature, indeed. <laughs> Oh, so so this yeah. one to me sounded um I don't know kind of a lot like the previous album but a lot like a lot more ambient more and reverby yeah yeah like yeah. Yeah. the tracks kind of ran together a little better there was more repetition than the last album it was like yeah, yeah a, a much like kind of dronier I'd say maybe even groovier version of uh, Pike One Thirty Four digging under the basement yeah I like his new direction with this stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like 
I don't know. It's kind of surprising to me, uh, like the vibe of this stuff now. It's yeah. a little. It's a little different. It's a little more put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, like the mixes are better too. Oh, absolutely. It, like, yeah, and that and it just that's the thing is like sounds better. We we talked about uh, because two thousand or uh, twenty fifteen is the year when he makes uh, well over a hundred pikes, and so mm-hmm. we talked before. I think it's like one hundred eighteen or something like that. Um, we talked before, like, do we think, uh, that quality is going to suffer? And we weren't sure. And I thought for a while there, it kind of did. There were some pikes he put out that really just sounded like they were recorded in a day, but I'd say for the past, like maybe eight to 10 pikes, like they have been pretty great quality for the most part. Yeah. And pretty impressive Mm -hmm. quality too. Like in a way that's really cool. I'm stoked. I feel like the pikes are getting better in a way which is rad like i mean yeah. i i it's not like i expected them all to sound the same forever but like there are certain things that he does and calls back to a lot and like but i don't know he's doing newer different stuff and it sounds really good and that's awesome i'm stoked as hell like after the after the down in the bayou records and uh since then like it's been pretty rad oh yeah i've enjoyed them I gotta find that was a good sort of uh, consistency from maybe the pipes start off somewhere in the 90s all the way through to what we're listening to now. There's mm-hmm. a consistent uh, flow, so if not all, there's definitely a lot that are amazing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm still like, I don't know, I want to see where all the pikes go because like this, I, I, a lot of people kind of dislike when the pikes get into the hundreds, but I think this is these are some of the best pikes. So oh, yeah. yeah, like so I'm gonna swear. If I swear a lot, I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, that's fine. We don't we don't edit we, we, we say fucking shit and horse cock all the time. It's whoa, whoa, horse cock. I don't use that one enough. We gotta start doing a lot more <laughs> yeah, horse cock in these yeah. parts. You'd be like, yo, this this bass part is horse cock. <laughs> Boo- <laughs> Bootsy Collins is the horse cock of all bassists. He really is. I mean, he is. Like, so. I've never thought about it like that way before. But, you know, God, I love him so much. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, this album was awesome. Uh, obviously, it goes to his own version of Haunted Mansion. I think, uh, yeah, I like this too. All the sound effects. I I felt like this is actually something that I would recommend in an actual pike. One yeah. that I mentioned straight off to people simply because they say it's another piece of what he does. I think this almost fits in his genre of like sound effects and movie soundtrack pikes. I classify yeah. him in that. And I go, listen, he can do anything. And you throw this one in there with a the recommendation. I, I loved 135. But uh, definitely, I thought, yeah, nice. Ghost Train, something similar like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. a sort of haunted, like, cave. I don't know. You have them with the boat goes through the, like, cave and stuff. And, well, yeah, like the, yeah, maybe the, some, the like, haunted tunnel of love type thing. You know? Yeah, but, like, through Crystal Lake. So, oh, <laughs> that would be right? so cool. Then, like, a forest, oh, so it's like a camp-themed kind of, oh, that'd be so sick. So you 
and falling down, right. right? And then Jason can like come out of the water at times. So like, you know, maybe a dead body floats oh, up yeah. randomly like, instead of like almost like a stupid fish like popping a, out. <laughs> like a horror themed um Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So cool. Let's just call it Jason's uh Nah. Like, I'm not, I'm not uh, gonna come with anything good right now. Um some, something Crystal Lake, because that's that's where it takes place at. Camp, or just Camp Crystal cruise Lake, Crystal the ride. Crystal Lake, I would... <laughs> Ooh, cruise Crystal Lake, I like that. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for that. All right, This yeah, this yeah. this goes to Cruise Crystal Lake. That's... Yeah. What, what do you Tight. think, Spencer? I'm into it. No, I like that idea. I think that sounds fantastic. I was just... I was trying to make a death pun. It didn't work out. Crystal Mountain, Crystal Lake, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's uh, don't worry about it. That's cool. I, I have I have a death joke later that actually makes sense. So I, I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> I'm yeah. dying to see it. Shut the fuck hear up. it. Fuck shit. Yeah. Life horse cock. Horse cock. <laughs> uh, that's tight. Um. Yeah. Anyways, Brit. Yeah. And Cody. What's up? Y'all. Y'all want to go on a on an on an adventure with me? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, where, where where are we going? Oh. Where are we going, Spencer? We're uh uh we're we're gonna go into the bucket void. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have to say that every time. It, it's intentional. We're here. <laughs> we're here. Oh my god, we're here. Um, anyways, this is the part of the show where we like to uh, shine a light into the the parts of the internet, you know, that maybe aren't getting the most attention. So what I mean by that, I mean comment sections, the battlefields of the the of Web 2.0. You know what I mean? It's where we're at. It's where the people are at. It's where they're saying stuff. So, like, we're going to fucking yeah. say what they're saying here on the podcast. Um, that's that's he, his fancy way of saying YouTube comments. Go for it. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that was, okay. that, was, that was a rousing speech, but YouTube comments, just in case you didn't catch it. <laughs> just in case you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but now you know. Um, uh, YouTube user Ilum... Neil starts us off today. Four years ago, they say, OMG, I fucking love the Pike series. I am trying to finish the whole series, and I am getting close to finishing. <laughs> this is so cool. Four years ago? Four years ago. So, the, no, they're not close to finishing. Yeah, 20 and 2017. <laughs> at all. No, no they, they've got it kept going, bro. To go. yeah. I mean, no, you'll, I mean, we'll, I like, I like the optimism of yeah. like finishing the pikes that that's, that's inspiring to me. Yeah. I don't think Buckethead even has that optimism. You know, he may. I he may. <laughs> do you think he knows, do you think he has an end date? Do you think he actually has this planned out or do you think he's just going to keep doing this until he bucket expires? Uh. You know, I think he'll just keep going. I think because he's someone who naturally, and when I've heard him, what I can, from what I hear, sometimes he just, as he's going, the idea comes in, it just sort of flows. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think as he's going, if he's got more that comes to him, I think he's just naturally freaking good at that. Yeah. You know? I, 
I got to interject I, here and bring something up. I'm sorry. Britt, yeah. many years ago, you said something to me that stuck into my brain. Uh-huh. And it was, you said, uh, you said, I'm flowing like Gimli's son of glowing. <laughs> why, why did you interject that? <laughs> what? Because we're talking about flowing. Buckethead is flowing ah. and he's releasing all this lovely music and we're stoked about it. Oh. But also, maybe he's flowing like Gimli, son of glowing. The, the, the dwarf character from Lord of the Rings. Um, correct, correct. Glowin is also in The Hobbit, right? True, yes, that is correct. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His I dad, daddy O. I have not seen Lord of the Rings. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Wow. Well, no, that's cool, dude. Highly, like, highly recommended. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. they're, yeah. they're kind of fun. I don't know if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I love very much get stuck into horror films mainly and then it's music so it's uh i think more so it's like i think it's just because i listen to so much music i miss out on a lot of movies that's fair i mean you there's too much art there, so <laughs> <laughs> can't get to all of it yeah you know um when we got into the ambient stuff here comments got a little more sparse a little more the, interesting the comments got ambient Comments got ambient as well. <laughs> you know, that happens sometimes. Sean Joy says, I must not be high enough for this one yet. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Yeah. yeah I feel that. I was I definitely high enough for the both of us. So, Whoa. And apparently Drop you are a drink too. everywhere. Yeah, well done. Woo! Nah, it's cool. It's chill. Uh, no worries. That happens sometimes. Kevin Roach says, I should listen to this stuff while playing Dark Souls. Oh. I like that idea. Do you, do you think? Uh, do you think Kevin, uh, his dad, is Papa Roach? Suffocation, no breathing. Oh yeah, this is my <laughs> final son. <laughs> can can I just say something weird, Tom? Can I add please. in on the top? Oh, oh yeah, Always. please lay us lay ah, the weirdness ah, on us. On electric tears, there's okay. Oh, we love electric storm, tears. And I can't uh-huh. idea to be like, I just have such an urge to watch a tornado video right now. <laughs> and I was watching it. <laughs> and I was picking up the atmosphere. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. It just really emphasizes. <laughs> <laughs> do, do y'all have tornadoes in Australia? No, we don't. And I'd love to go like tornado chasing. Like, that's uh, something I've always wanted to do. I, have you seen the movie I, Twister I from oh, yeah. 1995? Have you seen yeah. Twister? Yeah. What do you think of that movie? I think we should redo that. Uh, yeah? Listen, I thought it was good only because, like, not really, really anything else. I just, I love tornadoes. I love looking at them. I love yeah. <laughs> facts. What, what do you think? Form. What do you think is the coolest thing? To get sucked up in a tornado, like when when it when it happens, like when it's like getting sucked up in there. What's the coolest thing? That could be in there, or the yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, or both, either or. Up to you. Okay, <laughs> just had that and I'm not kidding. <laughs> Twister where the cow is like going. Yeah, I knew it. So the ca- I knew it was the cow because I was thinking, yeah, it's a cow. How about, <laughs> like, how about, how about I'm going to pitch this I to y'all. I love cows. 
I beat Sam, so I just I beat Sam. Okay. Me, <laughs> me too. What would happen? But it's still funny. What would happen it's if you put fuck. glitter in a tornado? Oh, that sounds uh, like the worst oh, thing imaginable. Ruin, yeah, it would ruin it. It would ruin it. It's like mistaken. Dude, it would ruin the world. Dude, glitter tornadoes are like... Oh, God. Glitter oh, tornado no. sounds like a feminist punk band. Wow, it does. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's actually not, not a really. bad band name. Well, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not bad. Like, mm. that's up for grabs, maybe. Take yeah. it. Make a band called that. Send me the demo. Yeah, I'll just... Ah. Okay, no. <laughs> I'll Their check it out. Their first song is called F5. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, anyways. Back to the... <laughs> back, to the <laughs> back, back to the void. The nether void. <clears throat> the reason... The, uh, so, uh, the reason, the region, the reason is you. Spencer. Oh, I made that joke earlier today. No joke. No joke. It <laughs> happened at work. It was amazing. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, so, Britt, can you uh, have something ready for me? You want me to bring up reasons? No, no, you? no, no just bring it up. But like, you'll know when to play it. Okay. Right. Don't. Not yet. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's not going to make sense quite yet because I need to yeah. find the, the actual play. Play it after. After I do. Hey. Uh. So. Our YouTube user Ryan Martin says four years ago, 2015 was his best year for music. And then our friend Jordan Vine Jordan responds. fucking Vine. Every year is his best year for music. No doubt in my head about that. Every bike is amazing to me. Feel the same. Master of the ship key, a bucket bot divine. Our friend, aforementioned Bootsy Collins, posted on Instagram a picture of him and Buckethead today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's today? Uh, what the fuck August, is the August date? Wednesday, August 18th. Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. And he, he wrote, quote, this is his, uh, is his caption for the photo. And uh, this photo is fucking amazing, by the way. We'll... Okay, we got to talk about the photo. The photo is... <laughs> is this dude just like a security guard at the venue? I like, think so, yeah. Or, or a can, cop, uh, I'm not sure. Here, l- let me actually share this with everybody. Yeah, one Hold sec, on, can me... you enable sharing yeah, for me? Yeah, just a sec. So this is the Hell photo yes. in question. And it is... As you can see, incredible. Man, yes. Now, What's yeah, the caption it, on uh, that? What's it? Yeah, yeah. Spencer, go okay, ahead and read so, the caption. So the Sorry, caption just... says, so the photo is of Buckethead standing next to a security guard, like awkwardly trying not to touch him. And then Bootsy Collins has his arm around the security guard. Bootsy Collins is wearing... <laughs> <laughs> an extra large Tasmanian devil done up as a gangster and, shirt. And and the, the Tasmanian devil is wearing a big chain that just says ice <laughs> on it. Yes, yes, that that is true. Uh he is also wearing a large gold star um and Oakley sunglasses and like a cowboy hat sorta with a skull and crossbones on it. Hell yeah. I can't- it's a 
good. It's amazing. I he like looks it. so good. I yeah. love his look. Oh yeah, so especially much. Bootsy Collins is like seventy years old or something like that. He's a oh. yeah. He his look is the he looks freshest, great the hippest, and I yeah. fucking love him. This photo is amazing. And then Buckethead is wearing a a a blue he's jumpsuit. Yeah, he's, and he's wearing a white bucket with a with a white mask. Right, he's wearing the the uniform that he pretty much wore for most shows between like I want to say twenty eleven and twenty fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I love uh, when he went back to the uh, funeral bucket. Yeah. So, anyways, Booty Collins he posted this today. He says, "Quote." These two musical bandits were arrested in 2013 for jaywalking and crisscrossing people's minds. <laughs> the nice officer let us off on animal behavior. Happy hump the funk day. What's in the bucket head and booty, baby? And then a chicken emoji and then a, a star's face emoji. Uh, so after you sent this to me, I loved the caption so much. I just spent the next like 30 minutes just looking at Bootsy Collins captions. He is incredible. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, no, he's amazing. Oh, His energy is just like the best. He, yeah, it, it, this guy, if, uh, if, if, uh, if good sativa weed were a person, it would be Bootsy Collins. <laughs> One thousand percent. He is. He is just fucking wonderful. I love him. Uh, anyways, uh, this is on Instagram, and Instagram has a lot of comments. So, we're gonna talk about those. Uh, music for Insomniac says cop looks like he's holding in a fart, and I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the light of him. Or maybe he yeah. doesn't want. You know. He wants Buckethead. Yeah, maybe, maybe Buckethead doesn't smell that shit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but that's probably why Buckethead's keeping his distance is he doesn't want to get farted on by his cop. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like no one wants to get farted uh, on by a cop. Uh, like, yeah, totally. Uh, PJ twenty thirty one says Bucket is the man, Bootsy. He was so humble and let me touch his guitar. Glad y'all are friends. Hell yeah, I agree. He is, Hell he yeah, is humble. so yeah. good. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Mick Lockie says, dude, you kick down the, the Narnar High Plains Drifter scale in 2018 or 19 in Vegas. I had to walk away. Thanks. What the fuck? <laughs> secret, <laughs> secret like Navajo code is he speaking in? Uh, just nonsense. I I love comments that are just word salad. Like I I love like, like why, I'm sure this guy lie? like what typed this? this out and he's like, this makes sense. <laughs> Send. Like, <laughs> I just imagine like these people are perpetually in a state of like waking up and they're like, ah, what is <laughs> this? Oh yes, me think good times now. <laughs> and I'm saying the most ridiculous shit when I'm like trying to reply just a message when I wake up and just like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Never. Shit isn't read Never. properly. It's not made sense and you're like, wait. <laughs> um, uh, name was used, beat you to a bucket joke and says, mm -hmm. how about instead of less Claypool, it's more gay, comma, cool. <laughs> and, and it's how I react when my friends come over. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm I'm retiring the bucket joke segment after that because, like, what's the point? I I can't write uh, like that. Clearly, clearly, wow. you're defeated I, by internet strangers. Uh, shit. <laughs> way to way to take me down a couple pegs there, Spencer. Uh, to bring back to the glitter uh, talk from earlier, Ooh. Gan forty nine twenty says. Some chick blew a handful of glitter in my face in this crowd, and someone it ended up in my ass crack and <laughs> other areas as well. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. What is this? A, a, a wait? What? <laughs> when? When? Where? Where does he? Where, what is this on? Is this on the Bootsy so, Collins comments? No, no, I'm sorry. So I'm talking about this is Buckethead comments on Instagram. So this is a, just Buckethead content on Instagram. We're just looking at comments oh. on Buckethead Instagram content. But why? Uh, but wh- was this a Buckethead show? I'm so confused. This, this, like, was, this was a video of Buckethead playing a guitar solo. And this guy is just like, hey, I got a story. I got glitter up my asshole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, no, and, uh, it, it's not like a glitter beach. Why are you thinking a standing crack? Very weird. Yeah. Why? Why? Okay. It gets worse. Okay. No. <laughs> it gets worse. No. It gets worse in a way that you are not expecting. And like, I'm going to prepare you for this. It gets just, just go, worse. Just going raw. Just going raw. Okay. <laughs> Who is Josh Richmond? Responds. Post feet. No, <laughs> no, no, it did get worse. You were not wrong. I, I was correct. It got worse. I mean, you you always got to expect foot fetishists to just ruin something that's already bad. You know? <laughs> Some guy's like, I got, 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 I got glittered by ass. And they're like, uh, what about your feet though? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> what? You should, you should uh, put your ass glitter on your feet and uh, send pics. <laughs> you let's, know, name the, let's name the episode Ass Glitter. Uh, ass Glitter. Is that, oh, that's uh, what Gary Glitter went by in prison. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Dude, he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. I don't know Whoa. what it is about that glitter comment, but, you, you know, yeah, I don't know. That that was like, what's one of those VH1 or something bad ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glitter. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, I like the idea here. Stumpy Griffin says, Bouquet head has such a nice ring to it. Please feel free to use it, Mr. Head. Ooh, imagine, yeah. Just like I agree. Wreaths of flowers surrounding his, his bucket. But what about, okay, like, what if we made a t-shirt where it's bucket head, but at the top of the bucket, there's like plants in the bucket. Well, and it's like, it just says bouquet head. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of, you know, kind you could get roses. Yeah. Yeah. Roses for um, a bucket. I, actually, I might have that in my room or Maybe something. Maybe some I guns, too. No, no guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Spencer, you are canceled. I like that you hate that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Buckets and roses. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And that's in my room. All right, I'm going to do that. And then... Yeah, he deserves the love. <laughs> Hell yeah! Or, and then, so then we have we have Buckethead spoken about in rarefied air. 
Rarified air. All right. Uh, Lil F. Sinner says, Jimi Hendrix, John Five, Dime Bag, Slash, Buckethead, Van Halen. That's my top guitarist list. Okay. Fine. Fuck yeah. Man, you know who is fucking great, who I've been watching quite a few things by lately? Is John Five, guitarist for Rob Zombie. Yeah, he's so good. He is so um, good. He is surprisingly he's fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. I uh, love John Five. He, he yeah, does like great. country music, and it's awesome. And yeah, he does that he like picking stuff where he's... Yeah, yeah he does. He, he does crazy shit where he's mm-hmm. like... He's playing like a bass line and a lead at the same time, yeah. and it's like... He's, it's he's really dope super shit. good he's guitarist. He's super good. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked. Like, dude is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I need to I need to check out more. I love like any recommendation for um like any good guitar so I can throw You would my probably list. really like John yeah, Five's stuff. Yeah, John you five. should check him out. Like <laughs> just just look at any of his records on yeah. streaming and check him out. Like, also, they're all really cool. He, he is he is also, I gotta say, like one of the most attractive guitar virtuosos out there. Like, he's that, that he's a goth. He's, he's a goth. Hot. He's one of the few like yeah. goth shred yeah. guys. Hell like yeah. he's like the only goth shred guy. He kind of is. Well, That's no, no, no. There's the guy from uh from from Cradle of Filth. What's his name? I oh forget yeah. His name. He, okay. He has a uh, he has a signature Paul Reed Smith guitar, Ugh. and it's yeah he. <laughs> but it's like dope. It's like black and purple with like bat wings. It's sick, dude. Customized well. Paul I'm, something. I'm, Paul I'm something. Got his customized, just get, right? Everything he does, it's just him. He gives in. I love that. Indeed. The red kill yeah, switch, indeed. the white gives it. That's just. <laughs> no, his guitar is a beautiful piece of art. It's a shame they don't make it anymore, but yeah. makes it rare. Well, okay. So to close things out, mm-hmm. um, this is one of my favorite parts of the show, and this is a <sighs> this is a statement from the Spencer and Britain boy. Okay. Statement. From the Britain boy on uh, September sixth, twenty eighteen, at twelve twenty six p.m. I don't remember this, by the way, at all. Um, I texted you and said, "Okay, so I'm playing bass in the park, right?" I hear the sound of a can opening, and I turn to see a shirtless man not far from me lying down on the ground drinking a ginger ale. He turns to me, nods, and then pulls out a massive vape and rips a fat cloud. Hell yeah. It was at that moment I realized the tattoo covering his entire bicep is a giant hatchet man. <laughs> oh boy, we got a juggalo in the house, baby. And uh, you responded not long later... Should have ripped a fat gonorrhea cloud off his dick face. <laughs> a fat gonorrhea cloud <laughs> off of his dick vape. Very well put, me. Thank you for that. <laughs> Incredible. Statements from the bucket We are to the point of our show where we recommend something. Cody. Amazing. Would, Cody, would you like to go first? Uh, well, you know, feel free to cut me off at any time because I'll probably keep rambling. 
Okay, we will. <laughs> uh, say, no, go for it. Uh, two things, actually. Okay, um, when you get up to it, it's like 282. Like you said, okay, there's the donations. Uh, like, if you purchase that album, the donations go to the River City Drum Club. So, oh. bought it recently. Um, it's nice. like Buckethead is basically, uh, you need to YouTube this. There's a video where he has all those kids playing for his birthday two years ago. Um, what? And they're all with a mask on and the buckets on their heads. But oh, no, I've seen that. I've totally seen that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. foundation as well to get kids out of, I think, uh, just growing up in like sort of a rougher area. They mm-hmm. funding all of them so they can play drums in like African-American cultures and um, it, with the creativity, it keeps them busy and like they can, like like all musicians, everything. Music's great. Uh, yeah. Keeps them, keeps them going, keeps them, uh, like, safe. Uh, it's a, like a project like that, because they realize they could do that with music. Uh, next thing is Ghost of Mars, the soundtrack. I have not seen the movie Fuck yet. yes. Fuck yes. Fuck yes, please. Like, you have to listen. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. No. So, you so it's, Sorry? You heard already? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only I've only seen the the song. Uh, I I don't know. Does he do more than one song? Because he's on that video he with does, John uh, Carpenter. Stage, uh, kick ass, and um, was it something flight? Um, madness flight. I think I need to get back. But the whole album is freaking good. I mean, number one, I think. Shit, I don't know. Like, yeah, if you say like John Carpenter, I'm like yes, because <laughs> he's yeah. a. He's someone who I think he very much recently too. He's uh, he said something like he wanted to create the same sort of similar soundtrack to a movie, but no movie, so people can envision hmm. what they want from it. And that's kind of what I do when I listen to Buckethead, anyway. Yeah, that's why that music is freaking incredible. But um, I think he gets it, John Carpenter. But when you put them and Steve Vai and like Anthrax, shit. I mean, that combination of Buckethead, I think, I wonder almost. Almost, and they had like typo negatives in there back then, but that could have been another addition. It's a wicked album, check it out. <laughs> nice, lovely. Hey, Spencer, what What's do that? you have to recommend to us? You know what? No. I was gonna go negative today, I was gonna do an unrecommendation because I was mm-hmm. mad <laughs> about a movie that I watched that sucked butts, uh-huh. but. I think I want to go positive. I think I'm feeling posy today, like posy hardcore. Yeah. You ever listen to posy hardcore? Uh, yeah, it's whatever. It's it's fun. It's like uh, we're it, it's stand fun and idea. I don't know if I like we to listen like to things. it. Who yeah. wants to go watch a movie? <laughs> but like for real though, I I recommend the entire band Dying Fetus. Dying Fetus uh, rocks. Dying Fetus fucking rules. Like I I don't know if like. So here's the thing. They have kind of a scary name, and I think that that scares a lot of people off from them that would otherwise think they are rad. And, like, they're just a really fun death metal band. Like, mm-hmm. they do death metal in, like, a really fun way. And also, like, their their politics are pretty, like... Awesome. Pretty awesome. Like, they're pretty, like, progressive leftist politics. They're, which they're is, super like, anti-imperialist really, more than anything. Which is... Which is really... is cool to see, like, a death grind band, mm-hmm. like... 
kind of like that. Like that's yeah. fun. And, and they're, they're just like super fun. Like, specifically their 2000 album, destroy, destroy the, the opposition. opposition. Hell yeah. Like if you've never listened to that album, you should literally the, the opening riff on the album is in my opinion, the best metal riff ever. Ever. No, you you have actually said Ever. that to me before, and I, like, so I agree. Good. It is like it is so good, and it is it just gets you pumped. Just, it's so it gets simple, you so pumped. and the, but the it's drumming so cool. is so good. Like the oh. like everything about it. The riffs are sick. The drumming is sick. Like the politics are sick. Like mm. the whole thing is just so awesome, and uh, it's just a, a death metal classic, you know. And like I don't know, I don't know who listens to this. Like I don't know if you know shit about death metal or not. I'm sure if you do, then you probably know about that record. But if you don't know anything about death metal, and you would like to listen to like an absolute, like iconic death metal record like that is really something and i i highly recommend it and that i highly recommend that band and also seeing them live if you get the opportunity they're great my recommendation for the for the week what you got brit uh well kind of bummed that you didn't go uh negative there because i do have an unrecommendation <laughs> well but, you can be the negative nancy but you know what i have both a recommendation to go with it as well so i would actually very much unrecommend uh, 2007's uh, Halloween, directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah, I have seen that film. I am a big fan of the Halloween series. For for I mean, for the most part, like even season of the witch, it's weird. Kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense in context to the the rest of the films. But I I generally like all of the Halloween films. Rob Zombie's two Halloween films were uh pretty bad. I gotta say, um. The music in them isn't terribly bad. It's actually pretty good, but it was soundtracked by some guy who wasn't him. He doesn't really soundtrack his films, which I find really weird. Um, he should. He's like yeah, John maybe. Carpenter kind of works with his films. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, John Carpenter is like, I think, just a much better soundtrack artist because that's what he focuses on, you know? Um, but yeah, I would unrecommend Halloween 2007. I'd probably unrecommend uh, Halloween 2. Because it's supposed to be even worse, but I haven't watched it because I don't. What's Halloween two? When did that come out? I think two thousand ten. It was. It was. How oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, it was another I, Rob Zombie. Was that one. also directed by Robert Zombie? Yes. Yes. Correct. I, okay. I think they kind of ruined it. Mainly, I didn't like that Michael had a backstory, like like a right. reason There's why, no, like a motive. Exactly. No. That. No. The the mystery like, is his character. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's like Buckethead. Like the more you know. The more it just like you don't yeah it I I I didn't like it. However, yeah, that's why like I I so I actually recently rewatched the first Halloween, mm -hmm. and it's such a cool movie in in a lot of ways. But like one of the things I really liked is in that movie, he is like they take off his mask and he's just a dude. Yeah, like he's just some random guy, and like that that was like so awesome. I thought because it was like I was like what the fuck? Like, who the fuck is this guy? And it was just like, he's just some guy. Mm -hmm. Like, it's awesome. I don't know. I think that was sick. And like, I like, I totally agree. Like, the, the fact that it's just a complete mystery mm -hmm. makes the character cool. That makes the character unique. Like, taking that away is just so unfun. Right? Yeah. But, you know, you know who I think did, did it right, though, is uh, Halloween 2018, the one that came out just three years ago. 
Uh, directed by uh, David Gordon Green, who oddly uh, oh dir- shit he wrote no, directed that's, that's, he, he, yeah he wrote Eastbound and, and Down guy yeah Eastbound and Down uh, he did Pineapple no, Express wait, what the fuck? and Your Highness that dude here's, here's did the a thing Halloween Spencer movie? hold up hold up he co-wrote it with Danny McBride the Halloween movie correct and they're and they co-wrote what? the the upcoming one Halloween Kills uh, which is coming out right before Halloween wait, this year is, together is Danny McBride in it uh. Yeah, yeah, he is in it briefly, I think. Uh, he's not like a main character, fuck? but he, he, yeah, he, he no co-wrote idea. the film, and he's co-writing the second and the third one with him. Um, and so... What? Uh, I had no idea. That's yeah. amazing. And also, uh, based on this recommendation, too, uh, a couple days ago, uh, the first single from the Halloween Kills soundtrack, uh, which is done by John Carpenter, uh, just got released, and it's awesome. It's so good. Oh, I love John Carpenter. He's so good. Do you like John Carpenter? I freaking love John Carpenter. I actually I like, know. Oh, He's so good. So favorite freaking horror series ever because I, not just everyone is worth watching. Okay. Pretty yeah, we gotta time. listen to it. I'm so excited. Wait, I was <laughs> okay. Uh, Halloween four. I actually started with that when I was like freaking like I am nine years old or something. I don't know why <laughs> I picked that up first. I was like, yeah, this one. That's and, a weird uh, one to start out with, yeah. Amazing thing. I find that it was, uh, it was after that when Buckethead walked into a store and wanted to find a mask that looks like Michael's to create yes. this whole Buckethead vision mm-hmm. from Halloween yeah, 4. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the one I started with. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, sentimental facts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a great series. 4 is, four is pretty good, actually. I like 4 a lot more than 3. Um, oh and I, I thought like H2O was actually really good too. Uh, for yeah, the most part. I just, Jamie Lee Curtis is just so good in all of those, all the ones she's in. She's so fucking good. Like I love her. Yeah. She's great in the new one too. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. I think they did well with that. The only one I didn't really like was it on the resurrection. It was like after H2O. Wait, which one? Uh, oh, Resident. Uh, yeah, that was the one right after H two O. That came out in like the early two thousands or whatever. Yeah, you think? that was a bit of a. Uh, I don't that's not think the I've, best one, but I don't think I've seen that one actually. Yeah. I like. I've down. I've not seen that one. No. No. It's I probably. probably shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's my recommendation. Yeah, especially since. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Especially since we they're like putting it. out brand new ones that are fucking great. Like, well, what's the point? You know, I don't need to go back. What are we doing? Well, sometimes it's fun to go back. I, you and I watch a lot of fucking dog shit nonsense. And yeah. like, I like that. That's I like true. watching the weird old crap. Yeah, we do watch Pretty a fun. whole lot of dog shit. A whole what? lot of goddamn bullshit. Hell yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's time for mm. the best part of the show. It's It's my favorite part of the show. Here we go. It's time for some some bucket jokes. Bucket joke. In uh in the horror movie world, what is it called when a modern director rips off an original concept and makes it far worse? It's called uh, getting 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 robbed. Oh, I'm sorry, getting robbed zombie. <laughs> I knew it was something like that. I, I was just gonna say, like, and it's man, I love him. I respect him. <laughs> I, I respect Rob Zombie 
for the most part. <laughs> I would yeah. I would slam in the back of his Dragula. Hell yeah. I <laughs> would. Anyway. I would burn Hell yeah. Burn through those witches. Yeah, well, we were talking about this earlier. How do you burn through a witch? This sounds incredibly violent. Thermite, my friend. <laughs> Just white phosphorus. Like. White phosphorus, my friend. Uh, what is Trent Magnesium, Res- water. There you go. Gotta love it. Uh, what is Trent Reznor's favorite video game console? Well, the original Nintendo. Uh. <laughs> it makes more sense if you read it. <laughs> That's what most of these jokes are. Uh, what amount of cash did it take to bribe music critics into seeing that Trent Reznor is a legitimate songwriter? Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty good joke. Uh, nice. Why, um, why did death metal legend Chuck Schuldner stop playing guitar for Control Denied? Oh no. Well, he decided to continue death as a solo project. <laughs> I think I broke Spencer with that joke. <laughs> you, you, you okay there, dude? Yeah. He's That's too much, man. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, That's an amazing joke. What do Stone Temple Pilots vocalist Scott Weiland in the original formula for Coca-Cola have in common? Well, uh, they both had too much cocaine in them and were summarily discontinued. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Why did ACDC guitarist Angus Young put his hand over his heart when he found Kiss guitarist Ace Frehley hitting his crack pipe. <laughs> he, sa- he said, for those about to rock, we salute you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, what battle can the KISS army never win? <laughs> the, what battle? The daily what? battle against Gene Simmons' hepatitis. <laughs> Um, God, He's a this war machine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a tank rolling through whatever <laughs> town they're touring through. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah it is. This, this joke's a little involved. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference between Phil and Salmo and the DeLorean from Back to the Future? <laughs> I don't know. Well, when the DeLorean goes 88, it travels back to 1955. Oh, no. But when Phil and Salmo goes 88, he travels back to 1939. Wow, that's involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do KFC and cheap gigolos have in common? $5 Phillips. (laughs) 
Five dollars? Like, I said dude, cheap. That's really cheap. Like that is too cheap. You know, Come on. maybe third world or something. You you gotta think. Not all you know, pros gigolos are American. What uh, what do Les Claypool and California marijuana dispensaries have in common? <laughs> oh no. Well, neither of them is allowed within 1,000 feet of a school. You just love picking on it. I don't, I, uh, we, we've talked about this at length before. Like, I, I make fun of Les Claypool so much because I am, unfortunately, I'm turning into Les Claypool every day. You're so Les Claypilled. I don't want, shut up. Um, you're the most less clay-filled person I know. Okay, what? Like you're gonna start wearing weird hats someday, and I I know it's coming, and like it's Shut inevitable. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what do Kiss's music and the Republican Party have in common? <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> uh, they'd be a whole lot more likable if they just completely ignored their base. And uh, yeah. we're gonna close it out on uh, this one here. Uh, what was Neil? Uh, sorry, what was Vince Neil's biggest hit while he was with Motley Crue? Oh, uh. Well, the other <laughs> yeah. car he hit when he was drunk that ended up killing Hanoi Rock's drummer Razzle Dingley. I will never get enough of Vince Neil's manslaughter. Um, you know, oh. I met Vince Neal. You did? Who was he like? Yeah. Uh, Who was he oh, like? I got a picture of my Instagram story. Um, it's further down the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what, is, what, is he, what does he smell like? Uh, you know what? Nothing real. Like, he's just... Uh, Okay, so no, he doesn't, he doesn't smell, smell a particular way. Smell, like, he, he, he seems like he would guy. have a particular smell, like too much of he's something. Nice. No, yeah. hey, he say- was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, so like I know he gets a bad rap, and you know, like it's kind of like bucket where I get like very much like don't want to joke about things, but you know, I mean, bucket more so. He's just he's good, so we we have to keep him, uh, you know, yeah, protected. I mean, at all times. But yes, Vince Neil, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> off. There's something I love about him. He's just. Vince fucking deal. <laughs> and, uh, very much is. <laughs> he, uh, say maybe he gets a bad rap here and there, having that, uh, there was like a fight or something with like Nicholas Cage or something years ago, but huh. we'll uh, have to YouTube that. <laughs> I would and, love to see that. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. Absolutely. Like, I said the perfect way to describe Miss Charming. It's very polite, very, uh, hmm. Uh, nice. I think my friend at the time he thought was my boyfriend, so he kind of screwed me over a little bit. You <laughs> 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 did, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. I have to find that picture. It is on my Instagram somewhere. The bottom. Nice. nice. He was lovely. Spe- Speaking of Instagram, uh, we have Speaking come to of. the end of our show. Uh, where can we find you? Or where can where can our listeners find you if you want uh, them to find you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, of course I do. You guys, this is who I want more to follow me, so I can have more conversation. Uh, oh, my yeah. Instagram is Cody underscore Cooper. So uh, Cody with a K. Hell yeah! And, and uh, Cooper <laughs> with a C? Cooper with a C. Yeah. Yep, Cody with a K. Cooper with a C. There or, we go. There well, we I'm, go. 
Yeah. I feel like maybe even two could change something like that, make them more bucket headers. Uh, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? No, I have a real question right now. Yeah. Does your middle name start with an F? Yes, it does. No. no. Yeah. Your initials are <laughs> KFC? Freya. You are you are the Whoa. chosen one. You are Whoa. so bucket and you don't even know it. That that <laughs> rocks in so many ways straight up. My mind is blown. That I, great catch Spencer. Great question, great catch. I had no idea where you were going. I appreciate that. We yeah. got to the bottom of this bucket mystery. All right, we did it. Do you have any plugs or projects or anything you want to you wanna tell our viewers about or listeners? Yeah. Viewers. Uh, I would say I two things. Um, yeah. One, let's say uh, Golden Robot Records, because a shout out to them. They're a record company in Australia, but they've got a lot of signed bands overseas. They're very much uh, sticking to promoting specific, let's say, again, all of the genre of rock and all these subgenres. They're very passionate nice. about that. And I'm going to say River City Drum Corp to check out their documentary and all the Hell Buckethead yeah. stuff. Um, where his funding is going, that's on the Buckethead Pipes page that you can find. And then uh, finally, if I was to mention Natternet. Hell yes. Natternet, yes. the, uh, the Welsh yes, wonder. I absolutely love Natternet because they're great for all your Buckethead back. Absolutely. And uh, do you, you have a video uh, with Natternet, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was a little tribute that I made for to say uh, I wanted to very much push the modeling side of things into music uh, related say photography work and stuff but that was a project of my own that I just did for the sake of like you know what I'm going to give this a try and see how it goes I'm going to just incorporate it all in but you know I chose Buckethead because he gave me the vision awesome. naturally freaking love oh, yeah. him hell yeah I, <laughs> love him hell, he's the so one good he's the one to do it with he's just incredible oh, yeah. So yeah. well, there's like an erotic tribute of my own i had to make it like that because it's my work <laughs> yeah, well thank thank you so much <laughs> for uh adding to to the bucket universe you know there's there's yeah you know so little bucket content out there and that you know we're the only buckethead podcast that has ever existed uh you know natternet is pretty much one of the only buckethead researchers that actually exists. It's yeah. it's it's nuts to me because like Buckethead is well known throughout the world and has a huge fan base. But no. This is true. You see that much. Yeah, we just wanna you know I I guess like I wish there was more for him that I guess he could see too. I mean I always wonder because you're so mysterious, you know, I just I just hope he knows. That's all I want to do. You know, I people are like, what would you do if you met Buckethead and all this? Mm-hmm. I just told thanks. Thanks for actually as well inspiring me and many other people. But thanks for giving me, yes, yeah, passion in life. Like, again, like, you know, like, I just, or at least shooting it off more. I don't know. Hell <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Like, it's like, oh, God, that sounds bad, doesn't it? I mean, it's just, <laughs> 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 Running with a passion and enhancing it. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, and I want him to stay safe and just like, I wouldn't even need to know that. I wouldn't need to reply, nothing. All I would yeah. just want to know is that someone could come back and be like, yeah, he received your message and he'd like, you know, 
That's all I want to know. Yeah. yeah. I, I just want you to know I love him. He is a god. He's a if, spiritual if, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Buckethead. Epic, epic guitarist. Yeah. If you're listening, Buckethead, we all love you. Or, you know, oh, if you're listening, yeah. you know Buckethead. Dan, I know you're listening. <laughs> Tell Buckethead we love him. We do. So, if you are Dan Monty, or if you are a fan of what we do, and you'd like to call us and leave us a voicemail to potentially talk about it on the show, you can do that. Our phone number is 425-310-2416. I won't answer it. But I will listen to the voicemail. We will listen Rock to the roll. voicemail and uh, respond yeah. to you if we find it worthy. So where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I <laughs> At New Metal Karate Society on Instagram. Hell yeah. And you can find me at Dog Vorbis on Instagram. All right. Whenever y'all are ready. Go ahead, dude. This has been Britain. And this has been Spencer. And this is Cody. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. Namaste.